Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. And Jane Pickett from the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket joins me in studio. Good afternoon to you, Jane. And you're very welcome. And I know I have the wrong button up. There you go. Um, good afternoon to you. You're Hi very yeah. welcome. <laughs> OK, let's start with some questions in from a listeners. Another, your namesake, Jane in Mallow, wants to know, can cats get Alzheimer's? Now, whether she's got a cat acting a bit... A bit funny, off. maybe. Mm. You know, this is a really interesting one. I can't give you a cut and dry answer. But yes, we do suspect they can get similar, let's say, brain ageing change. Okay. Um, something akin to, let's say... Dementia. Dementia, yeah. yeah. We do see behavioural changes, not just in cats, but in dogs as they get older sometimes. And sometimes there can be a very obvious underlying reason for it. They might be showing other clinical signs and it might be something that's directly attributable to a certain problem. But sometimes we just see them get a little bit doddery. The okay. behaviour changes. Yeah. They go out and they look around like they're lost. Oh, bless. Yeah. So yeah. that can happen sometimes too. Now, proving that, getting inside a dog or a cat's head to prove something yeah. like that is incredibly challenging. I think yes, in yeah. my opinion. I, you know, there's very little evidence to back it up. But anecdotally, we, we, we would, would see, see yeah. let's say, our but, older but patients. Once, once the animal like is otherwise healthy and it isn't yeah. distressed it, by it. It's all about quality of life. Yeah. It really is, particularly in our older patients. If, let's say, they're a bit doddery, the, you know, behaviour isn't what it once was, as long as they're relaxed in themselves, eating and drinking, otherwise healthy and happy, then I would say that's fine. It's, it's old age in another sense. And they've given us at that point a great life. It's up to us to take really great care of them at that stage. I think if you're concerned, pop to your vet just to make sure that nothing else is wrong. No, that's no, easily solvable. Yeah. That said... I, there are tablets that we can give, not let's say to cure the problem, but to improve the oxygen delivery to the brain. And sometimes with some dogs and cats, they might have what we call cognitive dysfunctions. So they're just acting a little bit oddly. That can give them a little bit of a pep for a little while. Okay. So I think have a chat to your vet, just talk through exactly what's happening. Get a good physical exam done just to make sure that everything's all right. Um, but I think it, it might just be part and parcel of old age. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how often do you, you, do you hear and see of, of cats in old age who lose their sight? 
lose their hearing and yeah. they, you know, they, yeah. they continue on. And, and it is World Pet Day today, by the way. We is acknowledged it? that oh, yeah, earlier this morning. <laughs> uh, now, Vera has a cat that's constantly sneezing. I have other cats, which I'm afraid she says if this is some kind of a, a flu mm-hmm. virus mm-hmm. that the others are going to catch, yeah. which they're highly contagious, aren't they? Potentially, yes. So there's a number of things that can happen with sneezing uh, with little cats, um, particularly if they're, let's say, not up to date on a lot of their vaccinations. Sometimes they can get different types of viruses, very much like ourselves in the flu virus, but they can get different types of flu viruses that are are similar to our human flu, like uh, herpes virus, caliche virus, lots of different ones. Um, And sometimes the virus is enough to make them sneeze and make the nose and the back of the throat quite irritated. Um, But sometimes they can, with the immunity lowered a little bit by the virus sometimes they can get a little bacterial infection on top so sometimes you might notice a, a runny nose or something like that or run, runny eyes are really common in cats when they have let's say a, a, a nasal discharge or you know a, a flu as it were the concern I think is totally valid that your other cats might get it um, I think keep a really close eye on them for the cat that's affected it's definitely best to pop to your vet get them checked out sometimes they may need a course of treatment but what I would say is very much like you know viruses in humans we won't let's say automatically prescribe antibiotics because antibiotics don't kill off viruses so I think it you know trust your vet and their judgment as to what's required it may or may not be for your other cats I think make sure they're up to date with their vaccinations because although it may may be something slightly different making sure that they're up to date on their vaccinations prevents some of the underlying viruses that can cause this kind of waxing, waning flu-like symptoms that we get in cats. And unfortunately, it can be quite difficult to resolve with these little viruses. Sometimes they can, some of the sneakier ones can actually kind of hide in the body system. Everything might clear up. A few years later, if they go through a period of stress, let's say a, a change in the household, new baby or moving the furniture around, cats are sensitive creatures, then it can it can rear its ugly head again and you might have round two of the signs and symptoms um, so I think visit your vet if, and see if treatment is required or if maybe just some time and TLC might be needed but make sure your other cats and, all and are all vaccinated Okay Now an yeah. interesting one from one of our listeners who has taken on a rescue dog well mm-hmm. done as a German Absolutely. Shepherd uh, a two year old uh, not very long in the household uh, would you recommend a raw food diet for her she also pulls a lot on the lead otherwise she's adorable we love her so much She's bought a step back in our lives and is great for empty nest syndrome. Uh, when I say a raw diet, I mean as in raw meat and veg diet. I give her a raw carrot that's peeled to chew on and she's getting to love it. How does how, how do you feel about a raw diet for a rescue dog? Well, I think first of all, as you say... Well done on the rescue dog. Well firstly. done on the rescue dog. And I'm so pleased that it's brought a bit of a, a pet back into everything. You know, they are really, really fabulous and they give love back in bounds. So I think uh, really well done for doing that. Pulling a lot on the lead, I think just give her time to settle and, you know, some some training if you need some help. Let's say if she's a big dog by the sounds of it as well. German Shepherd, um, they, they At two, still, still young? Still, still reasonably yeah, young, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, if you're struggling, let's say, once things have settled down a little bit with the pulling on the lead, just um, I'd say contact a dog trainer and just see if you can get some helpful advice. Your local vet will probably know who's who's around in the their area. area and who's trustworthy. Yeah. Um, because big dogs are can sometimes, you know, pull pull a lot and it can become quite difficult. So I think with the food, first and foremost, raw carrots, fine. In moderation, that's grand. Okay. Raw veg, well, certain types of raw veg, carrots are grand. Um 
there's other things we would avoid. For example, you, I suppose you you wouldn't really think about giving it to your dog or cat, but let's say other things like onions, um, some green veg are really, really unsafe to feed raw to your pet. But carrots are fine. That's okay. grand in moderation. That's no problem. Raw meat. Raw meat is a bit of a controversial issue. Okay, so... Some people say that there's potential benefits like, you know, a lustrous coat, less health problems. These are all of the things that if you do a quick Google of raw diet on the Internet, you'll have all of these fabulous sites telling you the wonders of a raw diet. The one thing I would say as a medical professional is there is no evidence to support any of those claims. Okay. Okay. Some people make the argument that dogs are, they're like wolves, they're descended from wolves. Yes, but thousands of years ago, they've evolved in a totally different direction now. So whereas wolves, let's say, are were carnivores, just eating meat. And only at raw. And only at raw. Yeah. Dogs are very different. They have now evolved in a slightly different way to have a meat and starch bait diet. So they don't have just meat. OK, so they will eat other things. And I think that's a really important distinction to make. Um, so some people are with the best of intentions trying to get back to their roots do the most natural thing for them but I think it's really important to inform yourself about what what is the most natural thing for them to eat and I think they they do need a balanced diet and balanced for them will mean more than just meat on its own Okay. okay So they need other things like they need the correct level of calcium and they also need starch based products Okay. Mm. Now with the diet itself there is a huge amount of risk involved with raw feeding Okay, I know some people think they're being very careful and that it can be done in a a safe way. So they think even the packaged products that are designed as raw products that you would buy, let's say a a nature based diet, there's loads of them on the market. Absolutely loads. Nothing is 100 percent safe. Okay, Okay. handling those products very much like ourselves handling raw meat, salmonella is a risk and listeria is a risk. And believe me, you do not want either of those in your household. Okay. Okay. I think particular, very large no-nos are if you have kids, do not feed a raw diet to your dogs because it only takes a poo to come out, a little bit of salmonella or listeria on it, the kid to go out in the grass and all of a sudden you have a health disaster. Okay. Similarly for adults, our tolerance for that is really, really low. And there have been terrible cases where people have got these, let's say, multi-resistant bacteria into Mm. their systems through, let's say, habitual connection with their dog. And it has become a massive health concern. Of course, people let dogs lick their face. Exactly. Kissing their faces and things like that. And I know it's just a sign of affection, but if you're feeding a raw food diet, it is really, really dangerous. And there's no getting around the risk. I think kids and immunosuppressed, let's say older people or people with illnesses, it's a big no-no if you have somebody like that in your household or coming into your household. I think if uh, an average healthy person, if that's the risk you want to take, then that's that's your risk to take. I would not advise it. And that's okay. my own personal opinion on it. There's also a risk to the dog. Let's say a young puppy, their ability to handle any bacterial load is really, really low. So feeding a raw diet in a puppy is a big, big no-no. Okay. Okay. Similarly, older dogs. And I know this is only a two-year-old dog. Yeah. yeah. And even a healthy adult dog, it's very much like ourselves. I could be a healthy adult and eat something that had bacteria in it and get food poisoning. It's exactly the same with dogs. Yeah. And you're taking that risk. I wouldn't eat raw meat. So why should I feed it to my dog? Okay. Yeah, and I, and I'm wondering where the listener is coming yeah. from on this. Was it something that they read online? No, or and you know, I think this listener sounds like a really, really responsible dog owner. They've rescued a dog, and they're clearly trying to do some research into what's going to on. Do the best. And really, really well done for that. But I think the the thing is, there is so much information out there, and some of it's really well evidence based, but 
the vast majority out there is not. Yeah. And okay. I think as an owner, it's incredibly difficult. And I, I commend you trying to go out there and, you know, get the information for yourself yeah. and try and make a really balanced decision on it. There is an awful lot of misinformation out there. And a lot of the time, the misinformation is the most uh, friendly presented. Uh, it's the easiest to read. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the time, it's it's the thing that will come up first. I think yeah. be really aware of the risks. It is your own decision, but I think try and get some information. I suppose have a good read on the internet, but be very mindful of what you're reading and where it's coming from. Yeah, and, and you and she wants yeah. to do you know the, you this want is to do the family the right that want to do yeah. the best for this dog. It, it, this dog has had a bad start, so you want yeah. to make sure things right. So a nut based diet. I think a complete yeah. nut-based diet yeah. is the best. Nuts, mainly because of the teeth, to be totally honest. A good yeah. bit of crunch in there is good. But nut-based diet, they're complete. Now, another, I suppose, health warning on that is, I think with diets, there's good and bad out there. Mm. Speak to your vet. They'll let you know what they have experience with. And then you can make your decision as to what you go on. But a complete nut-based diet, in this case for an adult dog, is the best way to go. It will have a correct balance of all the protein, vitamins, minerals needed. But most importantly, things like calcium, which is in a raw food diet, pretty much impossible to get the correct levels of. And some people will add in, let's say, chunks of bone. And that's a whole other hazard as regards, let's say, foreign bodies. Okay, but you want to give them the correct, a proper balanced diet. That's what it's all about. Listen, as always, your mind of information, Jane, thank you for that. And uh, we'll talk again next week. That's uh, Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.